Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's golo.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com. Ooh, it's that time of the year again. Come on, everybody. Put all the eggs out and stuff like that. Uh-huh. After all, we got to get ready for the kids and everything else. You know, it's Sunday and all that good stuff. Soon enough, the big old hippity hop will be coming up and down the street and going ahead and making sure that these kids get some gifts. You know, similar to that fat man that comes every December. Right off the bat, y'all, we're going to make sure we have a good time. But, you know, I wonder, what if the rabbit's like uh, Bugs Bunny and just wants to start messing things up just because it can? You know, little things like that. After Hey, wait a minute. It's not Easter yet. That's weird. I mean, last year it was in March, and what 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 the hell is this? Oh, okay, so it's next month. All right, all right. Well, till then, I mean, uh, maybe I should go ahead and get on out of here then. Go ahead and stop the show. Don't believe it. Yeah, right. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the J Man Show. I'm your host, J Man, of course, and this is episode 197. That's right. Your eyes do not deceive you, and neither do your ears. I'm actually here in the studio on Sunday enjoying it, and I decided to go ahead and follow up on this. A, uh, is it a mild or a wild weekend? Because, I mean, a lot of things got opened up this weekend. Well, quite a bit of different things here and there. <laughs> but, yes, this is actually the conclusion of your first wild J360 weekend. And I'm going to tell you this. I thought it was all right. You know, pretty interesting experiment. 
Though at the same time, I didn't really plan on 196 doing its job like that, especially when it came to talking about what's real and what's, you know, needed to be said. You know, one way or another, I had people come and talk to me about that episode. Some were actually wondering if I was okay, some wondering if I was going through something, and then other people were actually, um, you know, figuring, like, uh, it was a little too real, man, uh, you, you might have to apologize for it. Like, hell I am. I'm not going to apologize for any of that kind of stuff. What do I need to apologize for? I'm telling the truth about myself and everything else. I don't go on apology tours, so, um, no. You may not agree with me about everything, but that's the beauty of living in a free country. You don't necessarily have to agree with people, especially if they're growing popularity in one way, or especially if they're a content creator, or, you know what, just in general, you do not have to. And you don't have to go ahead and do that kind of stuff, which is why I was speaking out about it in the first place. You know, cult mind thinking, like mind thinking, and all that kind of stuff. You know, even if I was talking about somebody that was in my, you know, somebody in my family that was pretty toxic. But I, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a little, a little clear, you know, a little clear viewance of that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm making up words now. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go ahead and uh, clear the air about that, though. Even though I spoke about it for that point of view in my story, yeah, I had all true what I said to my mom and all that kind of stuff. But you see, nowadays, see, I'm 34 now. I never had no J-Man show in my 20s. Well, actually I did, but it was a YouTube show and it's nowhere near as awesome as this one. But the thing about it is, is that, you know, at 25, yeah, you know what I mean? But when you're about 30, you kind of want to make peace you kind of want to make peace with things, especially if you're past 30, you know, when you're 34, like right now, me and my mom, we're on better terms. The scars are still there, but we're on better terms now. See what I'm saying? But do I ever really go back to her if I'm in trouble or anything like that? Nah, I can, I can solve it myself because I got that experience to do so. So that's what that thing's about. But when it gets right down to it, though, a lot of people... You know, they're still haunted by their emotional scars and everything else. And some people are more severe than others. But when I said that it's not a competition, it's not a competition. Some people haven't gone through and overcome like I have. You understand what I'm saying? And then some people's pain I haven't experienced yet. I got to see how um, things go throughout this whole interesting social climate we have now. Because you see, the thing about it is, when some people ask me if I was going through something, well, technically, we all are at this moment, you know? We're all trying to figure out which way is up. Like, one way or another, some people are not on that same level as I am to where they got that plan and everything else. Everybody's going through a different shake of this stuff. You ever um, you ever heard of World of Warcraft Cataclysm when, you know, Deathwing was coming out and then, like, everything turned to pot on Azeroth? <laughs> yeah, it's about like that. But one way or another, though, we will overcome. And if you're strong and if you have the will enough, you can do something about it. The thing is, is don't dull the strength that you have or the strength that is growing. You may not get your old life back, but at the same time, you probably wouldn't want to. I mean, I don't want my old life back. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, going to retail, working and coming back and all that kind of stuff. No, this is the perfect time for me to go ahead and follow through on everything that I wished to do. You know what I'm saying? And in a different way of doing things. But when that relative ease and all that stuff kind of sinks in, then you're going to see how people react differently. If you get what I'm saying. 
But you know, on this particular episode, however, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> I learned a lot about this weekend. Like, everything that I have for the power play does work when it wants to. Because let me tell you this, I had that power play episode planned, and then it just didn't. So one way or another, I was like, okay, let's go ahead and get the Among Us stream together. Didn't want to play ball with it. Not even on my screen, it didn't want to play ball with it. I was like, damn, there ain't nothing going on over here other than me just trying to have a good time. I mean, I didn't invite anybody yet, and you wanted to be spastic, huh? <laughs> and then it said, nope, no game time for you, buddy. Simple as that. So I was like, you know what? Ah, how am I going to break this to everybody? And you see, I don't have a problem breaking news like that. Of course, you all know. But you see, like when I was talking to uh, my crew, however, the power play crew, if you will, we actually went to a whole nother game. And it was Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Which, by the way, despite all the press about it and all that crazy crap that disney and capcom were doing even though capcom really was on the ball with it a little bit but you know the good people at disney they didn't want no x-men characters in there they didn't want to, you, you know what i mean the little embargo they had against fox at the time and that kind of really kills the game because when you we were spoiled by marvel vs. capcom too let's just be honest nothing can hold a candle to that that game right there was like class and i mean it wasn't because of like it wasn't because of the first taste of three versus three. It was kind of like, you know, they took the King of Fighters formula and they grew upon it and gave you every single, almost every single character from the lineup so far, which was a pretty sweet lineup at the time. And you could play as all of them on that game. That was what was so amazing about Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And the thing is, you can have so many different combinations and so many things just, just take place and the game plays so smooth. And then, oh man, I love that game. <laughs> That's why I was so happy that my Dreamcast still worked. Because yeah, I might have it on the Xbox 360 and I might have it on the PS3, obviously so. But the thing is, is that I can actually just, ah, oh, there's just something beautiful about it. And you see the replay value, because everybody's already unlocked on the ports. But you see on the original Dreamcast uh, release, you had to pay for your, you know, you had to pay for them. Like, every time you beat the game, you got a set of points, and then you can unlock those characters. And then it was a lottery of who you could go and get and all that kind of stuff. And I just had a good time doing all that after a while, and it was just like, man, this is great. Because it kept you playing. See what I'm saying? Like, outside of, like, microtransgressions, well, not transgressions, outside of micro, um, you know loot boxes and all that kind of stuff that you would do and all that other crazy stuff yeah yeah see that stuff came later and i we all could blame ea for that one we could all blame ea for that a lot matter of fact hey ea where's the burnout collection huh yeah you like pushing need for speed at us which by the way need for speed heat is lit i don't care what anybody says that one is just cutting edge but nah i want a burnout i want new burnout Burnout Paradise is good, yes, but the first three Burnouts, now they were amazing. And I could go ahead and look at whoever owns the rights to San Francisco Rush. Hey, come on, release those too. Like, for real, like, you know, all those arcade racers back in the day were just, they, they need to come back as well. Dare I say it, like Cruising World and Cruising USA, those two. All those kind of things, like, um, I think the Dreamcast has ports of those, so. To eBay I go. 
Well, actually, it should have been to the flea market I go, but to eBay I go until I get my shots. <laughs> yeah, buddy. J-Man didn't get his shot yet, but it's coming. Yup. He's going to get his shot so he get his little COVID in him. So at the same time, the COVID can go ahead and mix with all sorts of other uh, biological misfires in my, in my body. And then at the end of the day, I can mutate and become that Aldridge abomination that I pretty much know I am personified. Call it the Brady whore, if you will. <laughs> ah, no, nah, I'm just having a little too much fun with this. But I'm going to tell you, like one way or another, I'm glad to see that on the plus side, everything does work. It's just that um, on the negative side, it's whenever it wants to. So I'm going to have to keep doing some more equipment tests and some more equipment checks. But as soon as I can work on Q and that we got a show going on and everything else, then everything will be back on track with it. But until then, at least the PS4 and the Xbox One are still doing pretty good. So nothing to worry about. And my uh, vocab is kind of crazy right now because um, I've been sitting back chilling and I don't really feel like talking. But I know i got to do this episode for you guys. And truth be told, to do an episode for the J360 Legion always comes first. Now, forever, and until the end of days, people, I am on the air for multiple years after this one. I don't care how it turns out. I'm going to go ahead and live up and get make those moments for you guys count because we're going to have a good time. And that's what it's all about, partying it up. And truth be told, right now, I got my Steam account functioning. I managed to uh, go ahead and get some of the King of Fighters games because they were on sale for like two bucks. That Stimmy is coming to good use. Yeah, but you see, here's the thing. I also had a lot to go with that Stimmy, so that stuff is uh, essential and it's being used right. And, you know, that $2, you know, $2 for King of Fighters 98. I was like, wow, that's a steal. Especially, like, you know, you know, it's got the online capabilities. It's the ultimate match game. I remember that. And it's just, like, all sorts of dream matches you can do. I'm rusty as hell, though, because I used to be pretty good at it at one time. But you see, when I... Me and Terry Bogart, we got our asses kicked real good by uh, Kiyo Kasanagi. <laughs> I was like, damn, this hardly ever happens. And then, like, apparently it's true to form now because I haven't played it in a while. I was just getting clobbered, man. But, you know, the thing about it is, like, when you're playing uh, the Street Fighter series and you're playing King of Fighters, it's kind of like, you know, which muscle memory are you going to go with? You know what I mean? (laughs) Because one of them has dash and dodges, and the other one has, like, depending on the game, air blocking, advancing guard, and, you know, whatever move is in the game. But yeah, that stuff is just lit, man. I mean, like, when I'm sitting back there playing it and you guys don't really see all this, it's like a rush of down memory lane. And it's like something that you that you really feel for and that you appreciate. Especially during these crazy times. And I gotta say this, one way or another, we're missing out on a lot of great games that could use some, you know, online re-releases and stuff. And then guess what? I found my copy of uh, Darksiders... Not Darksiders, Darkstalkers Resurrection on my PS3. That game, oh my god. I don't know how the hell they figure that it wasn't a success. I mean, maybe it wasn't a success for them. But when I'm sitting there playing it, I'm like, damn. Two of the best games from that series. That series does need a re-release. Here's the thing. You go ahead and you play the older games again. 
And then you take a look at each and every single way the story goes. And then here's the thing. Maybe you could do like a retelling for one of the games if you want. Give it that Street Fighter V look. Because, you know, we're not doing a Street Fighter Four look anymore. Get that Street Fighter V look on it. Don't even think of doing those crazy tricks that you did with Street Fighter Cross Tekken and all that other stuff where characters are released but you can't play as them because of the DLC and all that BS that they did. But what it is is that, you know, take that game, whichever the best game in that series was, re-release it, but give it that significant overhaul to it and then release it around, like, say, Halloween time. People will love it. People will eat it up. See, all it is is it's got to be better marketing, it's got to be a strategy, and it's got to be a plan. That's how that would work, you know? And for some reason, they act like they don't have good marketers anymore. They act like they don't have, um... I mean, I understand Christmas is like the biggest sale day for anybody that's doing merch and all, but it's like, for real. Go with this here. Like, like figure out a way to make it work. Strategize it pertaining to it now i know a lot of us out here if you're as weird as me you like to celebrate halloween 365 days a year i get it but at the end of the day when you're selling this particular product here like a street fighter game with monsters in it you should have that release date always around halloween or at some point in october going into a little bit of november and i guarantee it will sell because that's all people want to do like I don't know about you guys, but back in the day when I saw Frankenstein meets the Wolfman and I was that that premise there wasn't necessarily like Lawrence Talbot's struggle. I didn't get into that until a little bit later. But what it was is that when you had the monster fighting the Wolfman in an all out battle that benefits no one. But it's just an awesome fight to which they did have that bout. That's cool. That's the that's the selling point right there. A lot of people didn't come in to see that stuff just to go ahead and see, like, you know, the issues of it all. They went to see it because they wanted to see some monsters fighting. And that is the way you would sell this game. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. But when Capcom is willing to take chances like that again, I'm going to be right there first in line to go ahead and get my copy. They just got to be willing to do it. I mean, it's not like SNK didn't take a chance because quite a lot of people, you know, quite a lot of people actually love the Samurai Showdown series. I remember when Samurai Showdown announced it was getting a reboot or a remake or um, I don't know where it fits in the storyline. I really don't care because it's a new Samurai Showdown game. Like just the idea of sitting there playing that game. And just enjoying all the stuff that comes from it. Of course, you, you do have to deal with the cheap um, SNK boss because that's what they're known for. But when you're sitting there playing through and getting up there in the line, it feels like Soul Calibur, but you know where Soul Calibur took the ideas from. But that game was long needed of a reboot. And they went ahead and they followed through on that. And it works. I mean, like, y- you think about it. See, I don't know if any of you guys are actually playing video games like that. I don't know what you guys are doing with your stimuluses. I hope you guys use them for the right reasons. But you see, this is before this stuff happened and I managed to get a copy of that game. And I was blown away, man. I was taken right back to where I was as a kid when I used to play Samurai Showdown at the local laundromat. 
That was pretty nice. You know what I mean? Because had that red machine right there, and it said Neo Geo, as soon as it popped right up, and the music that came from it. Ah, damn. If I could go back in time. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know why? Because I had my moment as a kid. I don't need to go back and try to <laughs> relive that crap. And you know why I'm saying it's crap. I do it for the humor, for the lulls, for the jokes. Because my childhood, despite some of the crazy stuff that I told you about last episode, it wasn't always the deciding factor in it. It was actually pretty cool. You know? There are a lot of things I wish I did, though. Like, you know... I wish me and that uh, that pretty blonde girl back in the day actually got, actually kissed. I wish, like, one way or another, you know, I did a little bit more uh, love note passing and stuff like that. But, hey, you know, when you're really, really young, you don't really know at that time. But, I only say that, though, because, um, I mean, I was that close, <laughs> you know, as a kid. <laughs> uh, if I could do it over, right? But, you know, even now, I mean, I get by pretty well and stuff like that. Like, J-Man has a queen, and he does his does right by her and stuff. So, you know, it's things like that. But um, speaking of the social climate, though, you know, things have gotten really, really twisted. I don't, I don't know, because, I mean, like, you wonder where the rules of engagement are. You wonder, like, what's the best way to make that move. I mean, you're starting to see, like, more and more dateless people, and then you're starting to see more and more desperate dateless people. And to the point where they can't approach and they can't speak well. I mean, if anything, it's almost like a job interview. It's almost like an application, you know? And carry yourself well and be happy. I mean, don't be angry all the time and stuff like that. Like, despite popular belief, I'm not angry all the time, you know? It's just like one way or another. It's how you carry yourself. And, like, if the lady says no, she said no. It's okay. Like, if you get rejected like that, it's kind of like when you you put in for that job that you know you're qualified for and that you know you want it, and you get rejected anyway because it either got filled or they ain't hiring nobody at the time or they just phased it out or basically because they just didn't want you. And that's okay that they just didn't want you. You got to suck it up and move on to the next one, which is what, you know, you should be capable of. Because if anything, if you get enough rejection letters, you probably get enough gumption to go ahead and just do your own damn thing anyway. And then the right people will come to you. Sound familiar, don't it? See, the thing is, like, some people can't handle no. Some people always ask why. And then the questions for why are varied, poorly defined. And then comes the things where, you know what? It's just not going to happen. And if it ain't going to happen, it's okay. At least for me it is. Like, you know, because I can go anywhere I want to. Remember what I told you, like, last episode about that? That's just the beauty of it. And you never know. That person that you were probably after probably wasn't all that you really wanted to. You see, the beauty of our minds is we always go through that perfect scenario where, you know what, you are the one that day and you're going to be doing all those things that you said you were going to do in the DM or or in the text because a lot of people don't talk on phones anymore or on the FaceTime and all that stuff. You said all those things and you're going to be that Superman that day and, you know, everything's going to be perfect. But then in actual practice, it turns out to be the total opposite and the best comedy of errors ever made since Mrs. Doubtfire or any of William Shakespeare's comedies 
Because it happens like that, folks. In real life, you know what? <laughs> it could be a, a lot of crazy things that go wrong. You could host like a dinner party for your lady, her friends, and your friends if they want to come. And then the thing about it is that whole dinner party could go up in a flaming hot bottle of mess just because, you know, anything went wrong and that's just the way it goes. But if you can laugh about it and you get through it as a couple, then it's meant to be. But if you bicker and point at each other and cause nothing but a lot of toxic hazard here and there, then, yeah, it just wasn't going to happen. It might as well have just been a, you know, a, um, eh, I can't say it right now. You guys don't need that. <laughs> not not tonight. Maybe I'll save it for a Hangouts episode or something. But truth be told, it's like this. It's not the end of the world if you get rejected by that person. It hurts like a it hurts, but you'll get better about it. You got to move on. And then for those of you that are still sitting there in the dugout waiting and stuff like that, you got to really check, like, what have you been doing lately? What have you been talking to? Who are you meeting up with? Stuff like that, you know? And don't be in a rush to do this stuff. Like, you, you shouldn't rush this kind of crap. It's not, it's not important like that. Though at the same time, I mean, you know why people rush into stuff like that? Or they always look for people to set them up and things? Because our, uh, once again, because of our predecessors, because the people that came before us, the ones that said, oh yeah, you, you, you gotta have somebody by this time, or you're never gonna find nobody. You, you, you're not gonna have that. It's not gonna happen. It's just not here. And then you wonder why, like how I get into arguments with people like my mother and stuff like that. Because I always say this, I'm like, how the hell do you know? Or whoever's calling the shots and making these rules. I'm always like, how would you know? You don't know this. This is my life and my story, and I don't know this. So how the hell do you know? You know what I mean? It's one way or another where, you know, when you think about this stuff and you talk it out, it's a fact. And it can be fact because you talked it up. But then at the same time, it's better if you just go through it. You'd be open about possibilities. You'd be open about a few things. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't have to be a today or tomorrow thing. That's the beauty of the journey. It's never going to be easy, but it's one of those things where, you know, it's like you carry on, you keep going. Let them have their opinion. They always got an opinion about something. I mean, like, think about it. I'm sure my older siblings have an opinion about a lot of things I do. Not that I'm going to invest in that crap because it's not important. What's important is choices and, you know, following up and seeing what the outcome of said choices are and being accountable about those said choices. See, people don't want to be accountable. People don't want to be about things like that. It's the same thing about that individual that was, um, you know, when I spoke out about what goes on with jams and stuff like that by never asking me to put you in a certain spot on the playlist, which I really do mean, and I am not going to apologize for that at all. Because I find it disrespectful. I, re- I really do. That's just me. If, if there's a problem with that kind of stuff, then you don't have to be on the show and in the list. That's simple as that. There are other people, usually like 20, that are on that list. And it's an experience for everybody. There's no favoritism, which is the best form of equality I can give you. And everybody gets heard and listened to. It depends on the nature of everything. And I'm not going to explain why. Why should I? Been through 19 different episodes about it. This is the 20th one. We're going to have a good time. And if you got something to do, hell, you can listen to the show and post. 
That's why it's made. The beauty of jams is its versatility, just like, you know, the J-Man show. And that's just the way it goes. Whereas other people will sit there and they'll try to dictate and try to go ahead about their whole thing. What, what really is funny is when people go ahead and they use the old statement of things. You know, the old diffuser, right? I'm just kidding. Now, as a person who uses I'm just kidding, mostly because I'm telling jokes anyway, and mostly because, you know, that's what most comedies are about, and you have to declare your statement nowadays more so because of hypersensitivity. The only problem with, the good thing about I'm just kidding is, you might legitimately just be kidding. And it's a good way to, you know, get people to be, oh, okay, I get it now, I get it now. Things like that, especially oversensitive people. The bad thing about I'm just kidding is, is toxic people use I'm just kidding. Toxic people will come out the woodwork. Those control kind of freak people will come out of the way to do that because they figure, oh, yada, 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 yada. And then they'll say something disparaging about you or they got something hateful to themselves. And then they got to know to look at you and be like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But you see, the thing is, if you pay attention enough, let's use critical thinking. If we apply critical thinking and we really decipher what people are saying at that time, if it's the same subject matter and it came out of that person's mouth, like, I would say, like, three to five seconds or so after the first one, it's sus. Okay? It's kind of like this. If I told you a whole lot of crap and it sounded like it was in a mean way, like, oh, yeah, that's some, that person get on my nerves. And then everybody pauses, and then I'm like, oh, I'm just kidding. And then we all laugh. And I'm like, but yeah, you know, he's a real rat bastard. And then I'm like, oh, I'm just kidding. And everybody be like, uh, um, see, that means I don't like that particular individual. Pay attention to that. That goes for a lot of people that you know. You got people in your friends group that do that crap. You'd be surprised, and they might not be your friend. It might be a, a vicious social circle gone horribly wrong so really pay attention to i'm just kidding sometimes you know and i'm not saying be too hypersensitive i'm just saying really take note of how people are going because when you look at it sometimes so people say that stuff but there could be something agenda based in the mix and that particular individual sent me an email about that crap where you know requested his spot then said all that kind of stuff (laughs) and then after i did that episode yesterday i got a dm from that said person and still requesting the spot but after i did the episode i got another one where it's like i'm just kidding i don't think so there's a there's something about that that's a little sus and not only that when we're still talking about requesting the spot on the playlist of playlists which by the way there was nothing wrong with that playlist 19 episodes ago that's agenda base F you. Okay? I mean, what the hell is wrong with you damn people? I mean, at the end of the day, I might be a wild man and stuff, but I'm not stupid. Like, let's just be honest. It's just too much going on with this, with with all this crazy stuff. But I'm not going to cancel or stop my shows. If you just ain't got the confidence to be on it, or if you just won't allow yourself to just, I don't know, back the F up. And let the producer of said show do his job. You don't need to be there then. There are so many people out here. 
And, you know, as somebody who doesn't charge you for airplay, I, yeah, let, let's just think about that for a minute. But it's the truth. One way or another, it's like this. Appreciate the opportunities that are given to you, especially from people who are fair and are trying to be in the same ballpark with you. I ain't got time for that nonsense. And that's what that last episode was all about. This particular episode, you know, I'm trying to clear the air about things. And I'm not doing damage control. Not this time. I can see it now if I did uh, damage control about anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, I need your subscriptions. Please don't leave me. Don't run. Oh, no. Wait, wait. It's not like when one person leaves, there's going to be ten more people that grow in that place. Oh, yeah, never mind. Bye. <laughs> That's how that goes sometimes. It's never easy. It's never easy trying to be a content creator. It's never easy trying to do what needs to be done. But you see, the thing about it is, even while doing some soul searching this weekend alone, because quite a things are starting to open up, things are starting to become, the reset button is starting to come into play on a lot of things. Whereas a lot of people are laughing about Joe Biden's inability to go up the stairs for Air Force One. Me, on the other hand, I mean, as a history buff, I've seen it before. I've seen it when Trump had a problem. I've seen it when Trump had a problem with uh, paper under his shoe and crap. But, you know, I've also seen, one way or another, where quite a lot of people fell off the podiums and stuff like that. It's funny when politicians do it because they're the center of attention. But when you do it, oh, you don't feel good about it at all, right? Yeah, think about that sometime. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, people will throw shade about anything. I mean, you just got your 1400 bucks from the government, and now you think, oh, this is the time for me to make fun of people. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> even though it's our money anyway. You know, it's one of those kind of things to think about. But whereas we as a people are going to go, I really don't know sometimes. Like, you know, when things open up and, like, everybody's out here doing their thing, cool. But, you know, nobody's going through that problem even more so right now than spring breakers and all that stuff that's going on down in Miami Beach. Partially closed in spots and <laughs> every damn thing else. There's a curfew in play. That is not the spring break I remember, man. That's sad. It, it really is, though. It's like, come on. <laughs> oh, man. And then not only that, some states have removed their mask mandate. But if you're smart, once again, go against the crowd, put your mask on, get through life, you know, decently, wash your hands, stuff like that. Like, some of these rules really don't make sense anymore, but the mask thing actually did help us for a while. Let's just be honest. It's a pain in the ass to use, though. And I'm getting tired of wearing mines, but I got to keep going. I want to be around here for a few more years or so, you know? And then, you know, so like I said before, some people are going through it a lot worse than we are. So you got to figure that. Now, other people have asked me this. Where do we pick up on the power play, right? Because, I mean, you had episode 15. Well, I got 16 sitting right here in the bay. So as I get 16 done, that'll be loaded soon. And then, you know, we start with 17 and we go right down the row. Now, every single, now every other one of those episodes or so might be showdown episodes, which allows me to team up with other people. And showdown episodes are not just limited to Street Fighter. There's more genres that are going to be in place on this series. So whoever wants to join me in on a few things or any of that stuff, entirely up to you entirely up to you and um i will have the room open for anybody that wants to talk you know what i'm saying because it'd be kind of fun you know just 
traveling through any sort of game series, <laughs> well, what are you guys trying to tell me some things? And that'd be kind of cool. And, you know, like, if anything, I'm just trying to get you guys out there to have a good time and all that scenario. What's your old pal, J-Man? And I'm not going to be as mean, I hope not, like I am on any other uh, on any other J-Man shows or J360-based series. Which is funny. Because, like, people now are saying this. They're now saying I'm mean. I'm not mean. I mean well. But you see, the thing is, I am also not a man that is trying to please everybody. Do you guys remember the story of the man who pleased everybody? He pleased nobody. Yeah, why would I do a thing like that? It's a trap. You can never please anybody. No matter how many episodes I do, no matter if I'm going to virtue signal on one episode, or go ahead and be like, yeah, guys, we need to be woke. We need to do something about this. Representation matters. Come together, my people. Let's do something. Yeah, okay. And within the first five seconds of that nonsense, I lost interest and went home. <laughs> it's the truth, though. I mean, shoot, I like I said before, I don't do this to be liked. I don't do this to please everybody. But I do know that there are people out there that are waiting at least every Wednesday for me to come back and give you guys one hell of an awesome presentation. And what's the and you know the thing about it is I have nothing against doing that on any sort of time. Even here on Sunday. Because I'm thinking this, maybe I should go ahead and do an Easter special where I'm sitting there and I'm wearing a rabbit suit and I'm telling it like it is. Because if anything, that might be one of my jobs. <laughs> Could y'all imagine that? Yeah, shoot. By the way, here's a Hershey's Kiss, you sucker. Get out. Or Cadbury eggs. Yo, they got those back. Yes. Cadbury eggs for the win. And it's the five-pack deal, too. Mm-mm-mm. You know what? I would ask you what your favorite Easter candy is, but I don't give a damn. And um, I'm just saying, I'm Cadbury eggs, though. I'm Cadbury eggs, though. Ooh. I think I'm going to be going to Walmart in the morning. You know what I mean? Brother got to get his stuff. Not only that, I got to get some things set up for the fam, too, because it'll be upon us soon. But, yeah, you know. It might seem kind of hosh-posh this episode, but I had a good time. I mean, doing this stuff on a Sunday is interesting, and it's a little different, but... It's been pretty good, guys. And one way or another, we are now at least three episodes away. No, two episodes away from 200. And I do have a plan for that one. So, you know, it might be very interesting to see what goes down from here on out. And um, also, let's see. How do you guys like your comics? Do you like your comics digital or do you like your comics um, where you can read them in paper form? How do you like your comics? Tell me in an email or something at j360productions at outlook.com, and then we can go from there. Oh, and um, by the way, for those of you that are waiting for jams, here's um, some news for you. The deadline is on Wednesday at 11.59 p.m. When it hits 12, it's Thursday, so no bueno. Definitely um, get it in before Wednesday. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so I get you guys on this list and get things together. And one way or another, we're going to have an excellent time. Oh, and when people ask me, is there going to be a show on Wednesday? You bet your ass it is. <laughs> yes. You're going to get episode 198 on the day of days, which is Wednesday. 
And then for the Mini Bite show, yeah, I think it's going to be a standard schedule. But, you know what? I've said too much. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode one way or another. Let's just clear the air. When you go through something in your past, it doesn't necessarily define you. It's what you do in the present for a better future that can actually define you. And while we're on the subject here, I still got a lot of things that need to be done. And (laughs) game on. Let's make it happen. But until then, though, I want you guys to take it easy. I want to see you all next week. Wear your mask. Live live well. And wash your damn hands. All right? (laughs) This is Dim and signing off. Peace.